Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's November 23rd, the day before Thanksgiving, and it's gorgeous out. Reggie Wayne at Colts practice today was flummoxed by the weather, said he had no weather to wear shorts, a hoodie, a fur coat. He's completely bamboozled by the central Indiana weather as though he's never been through it before. By the way, and we're going to talk about the Hall of Fame candidacies of Reggie and Dwight Freeney and Robert Mathis. We're going to talk about Jeff Saturday, what he had to say in his media availability today, what Matt Ryan had to say today. Matt Ryan's media availability is posted on this channel, of course. We had a chance to quiz him about stuff tomorrow. We are going to talk to the great Hurricane Dio Odangbo about his growth as a player. Jeff Saturday quizzed today about Bernard Ryman. Really, really interesting stuff. And Bernard Ryman had better advance quickly or Matt Ryan's going to have trouble this coming Monday night and then the following Sunday. It just doesn't get easier for that guy. Zinn playing in the Mac, baby. This is different. And Indiana getting ready to play at Simon Scott Assembly Hall against Arkansas Little Rock. I think there's an investment opportunity here for those of you who enjoy the Hoosiers and enjoy sports wagering. Do so in moderation. You've got the Pacers tonight at 7 o'clock. you got Butler tonight in the battle for Atlantis at 7.30. And right now, you got Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling for Wednesday, November 23rd, 2022. Brought to you by the great people at BUSR. I just made a little bitty wager at BUSR a few moments ago. BUSR.com slash Kent. Your initial deposit is going to be matched with free play at 150% up to $2,500. Nice. Make sure and subscribe. we got swag going out the door beginning next week. It's going to be fantastic. You've got to be a subscriber to win holiday bonanza giveaways via me. I bought the stuff on a uh, sports memorabilia auctions uh, site. It was a mystery box. Four autographed items, two by Hall of Famers, and they are going to be shipped to four lucky winners, again, beginning next week. So subscribe, like the video, always, and especially now. Ring the bell, that way you get an alert every time we go live. And if you want to make a donation, make a donation who's stopping you, not me. All right, let's talk about sports. Let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts again. Reggie Wayne, Robert Mathis, Dwight Freeney, they are semifinalists, meaning that they're in... I think it's final 20 or 25. They they whittle it down to a more manageable number. The guys, including Mike Chappell, they make their presentation on behalf of guys from their town 
and and five guys from that list will wind up going in. It would be great if Freeney, Mathis, and Wayne could all go in together. It is unlikely they are going to. Somebody is going to look at this group of players and, and the potential of their joining Peyton Manning, Marvin Harrison, Edger, and James as Hall of Famers, and they're going to say, you know, that's a lot of Hall of Famers for a team that won one Super Bowl. And it is, but it's not the players' fault. It's not on them. Dwight Freeney is a Hall of Famer. Robert Mathis is the all-time leader in the NFL in strip sacks. And Reggie Wayne, a top 10 wide receiver by virtually any measure, historically. And so all three of those guys at some point, I think, are going to wind up getting in. Jeff Saturday spoke to the media today, and he was quizzed about Bernard Ryman and sticking with Bernard Ryman. And what he had to say about him is that Bernie's got to get better. Bernie's got to continue to show progress. Same thing with Will Fries. Those guys have got to show an ability to get better. A development of their skill set, and in Jeff Saturday through two weeks, is uh, he feels good about that happening, and it better continue to happen for Ryman because this week, this Monday night, they go up against T.J. Watt who is healthy again. So T.J. Watt, last year, 22 and a half sacks for T.J. Watt. He is really, really good at getting to the quarterback, and Matt Ryan is not real good at avoiding contact from an edge guy. So Bernard Ryman has to find a way, unless he's got help, unless he's got a tight end to help or a back to help, he's got to find a way to stop one of the best in the game. And then next Sunday, he's got Micah Parsons. Wow, Micah Parsons last year as a rookie, as a rookie, edge guys usually take some time to kind of, you know, develop, to to become their, whatever special vintage they are, it takes them some time. And Micah Parsons last year had 13 sacks. This year he's got 10 sacks in 10 games. Micah Parsons is a straight beast, and Bernard Ryman needs to be able to stop him. If not, you got problems. Jeff Saturday was also... Uh, questioned about a lack of a vertical game offensively from the Colts. Now, you and I both know that Matt Ryan can't throw the deep ball. He just can't. It doesn't get there. We saw it earlier in the season. Alec Pierce behind a defender. He throws it as far as he can. Pierce had to come back five five yards for it at least, right? So we know that. We And he isn't going to say that. Jeff Saturday isn't going to say, well, my man back there, you know, number two, he can't sling it more than 30 yards, and that's with significant arc. You're not going to hear that from him. But what he did say is we can't go deep unless we're confident in consistent uh, protection. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. 
to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. How would you be con- confident in consistent protection at this point with that offensive line? You just can't be. And so, you know what? We'll hope for the best. For Ryman, who is a really good dude, third-round draft pick, what do you expect? He's not going to come out of the shoot, you know, uh, like Orlando Pace, for God's sake, who was a number one draft pick. He's not going to be that guy. Anthony Costanzo, it took until really his third year for him to become really good at left tackle. They left him out there. He got good at his craft. He realized what he needed to get better at. He did get better at it. And suddenly, you had a really good weak side protector for Andrew Locke. That's a good thing. And you hope that Ryman can be on that same trajectory. As a third-round pick, we'll see if that happens. What was he? Uh, 77th overall, right? One good thing about a third-round rookie, Jelani Woods, he was back at practice today. I did not see Quiddy Pay today at practice. But we did see Jelani Woods. Man, he is a mountain of a man. He is huge, humongous. So, Colts, Steelers, this Monday night, Jeff Saturday said it's a must-win game, and of course it is. You can't drop to 4-7-1 and with five games left to play and hope to make the play. You'd have to run the table to make the playoffs, and you've got the Cowboys, uh, the Vikings, and the Giants all on the road. But by God, you have got to win this game. Steelers fans are the worst. They come in. On I-70, there's streams of them coming in on I- I- I-70, and you got pockets of them living all over town. Pockets of Steelers fan. You, you see the black and gold everywhere. Used to see it up at the Nickel Plate. The Nickel Plate was the Steelers bar. The Steelers, Steelers fans actually had a bar in Fishers, Indiana, where every Sunday it was all Steelers people. What the hell is that? Oh, you got to turn these people around. You got to turn them back, send them back to Pittsburgh with an L. Go ahead. Spend your money in our town. Enjoy our beer. It's not Iron City, but it's good. It's cold. It's gold. What are you going to do? And then get back in your car and get the hell out of here and go back to Pittsburgh. Nice people in Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh. When they go elsewhere, you know what? Friends of mine and I, we went to Jamaica. Two friends, the great Jim Preby and the great Polly Balst. We go to Jamaica, and the first people we see, we see eight women, all in their mid-40s. They all looked like Marge Simpson's sisters, all of them. And I looked at them, and I go, hey, how are you guys? I was like, ooh, Pittsburgh women. And, and Polly said, where are, you, where are you all from? Pittsburgh. Of course they were. That's how everybody, all the women in Pittsburgh do that. I'm from Pittsburgh. How are you? <laughs> Gives me cold chills just thinking about it. Um, tonight, that wasn't nice. That wasn't, you know what? That wasn't real uh, sporting of me to make fun of the ladies in Pittsburgh. I'm sure there are fine women in Pittsburgh. I just haven't met them. Tonight, 6.30, the Hoosiers take on Little Rock. Look, the, uh, the line on this game is like 31 points. 30 and a half, 31 points at BUSR. So what I did, because I'm feeling strong about the Hoosiers tonight, the Hoosiers generally play at a high level against bad teams, which is nice. They play well against good teams. They're also playing well against bad teams. And I hope that that continues tonight because I bet the, uh, I bet the point spread up. 
I took plus 220, Indiana, uh, minus 40. All right? And I'm feeling really, really good about it. If you bet $100, you get back uh, 220 plus the original 100 I got a good feeling about the Hoosiers, not with the original spread, but with the enhanced spread, which you can do at BUSR and most sports gaming sites, the enhanced spread at minus 40. We'll see what happens. It's going to be 10 to 10, four minutes in, and I'm going to be pulling my hair out. And tomorrow on Breakfast with Ken on Thanksgiving Day, I'm going to be bald as a cue, all my hair scattered throughout the living room because I will have pulled it out now that I have invested in the uh, in the Hoosiers. Pacers tonight at 7 against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Timberwolves are right at about 500, so the Timberwolves are two-point favorites tonight at Cambridge Fieldhouse. Pacers, they've won five in a row. Minnesota's won four in a row, but Minnesota's got Cat, Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, they got D'Angelo Russell. They got Rudy Gobert. They got guys. They got a lot of guys. Edwards, Anthony Edwards, who, of course, was tutored by Tom Crean. So Tom Crean's showing up at every game the guy plays, and every time he plays well, he's like, where are the cameras? Where are the microphones? Hey, who wants to talk to me about how I developed this kid? Anthony Ed, nauseating this guy. Um, and then at 7.30, Butler takes on Tennessee, number 22 Tennessee, in the battle for Atlantis, which is great, nice. Um, so you've got, you can watch the first half hour of the Hoosiers, switch over to the Pacers if you like. Then at 7.30, switch over to Butler. Then watch the Hoosiers wrap up the final uh half hour of the game from 8 to 8.30. Pacers, you can watch. Uh, Butler, it's all staggered, see? And that's a really, really good thing. I am a big fan of the staggered starts and the staggered finish, finishes locally because I don't like to be confused. World Cup play, Belgium beat Canada one nothing. I swear to God I watched this game and all I could think of is Canada is a big, giant country with a whole lot of people. And these are the best 11 soccer players they got. They couldn't control the ball. You've got to be able to control the ball. You've got to be able to cross the ball and put it on people's heads, which they did periodically, but not nearly often enough. They had a corner kick late that they airmailed everybody. You have got to have soccer players better than that in the big, wide country of Canada. What in the world is going on in Canada? a disgrace. Ohio State was beating Texas Tech that game in Maui, so it was Shulman and Billis doing good work. I'm glad that Dan Shulman is there because now it's not just an analyst calling the games uh, amid wide swaths of, of crowd noise without any kind of description of what's going on. Really, as much as we talk about how we need better sports media and people doing their jobs at a higher level, I thought it would be better maybe without a play-by-play -play voice. As it turns out, it's not. Hey, in the Colts media room today, they had an interesting conversation. And one of these days, maybe in the summer when there's nothing else to talk about, this is kind of interesting, and this came from Joel Erickson. Uh, your top five, you've got five championships to spread around. How do you spread it around? Would you lump all five? It's Indiana winning 
five national championships, or do you do like three Colts, one Pacers, one Hoosiers, three Pacers, an Indy Fuel, an Indy 11, you know, like you have five to kind of scatter as you see fit or cluster as you see fit. And the conversations among the sports media kind of uh, folks, it was interesting and, and fun. And so good, good for Joel for bringing it up as people were talking about who they'd want to win a championship. It was interesting. I don't know how I would do it because all my teams have won before. As I've watched Indiana, they've won two national championships. The Cubs have won a World Series. The Colts have won a Super Bowl. Pacers, no world championship. So there's one, right? Uh, Bears, when I was a Bears fan, they won in 85. You know, so it's interesting to talk about what you would, kind of how you would do that. Go Hoosiers immediately. I'm talking about to the second after Indiana dispatches Arkansas Little Rock. We're going to be on with a live post game, and we're going to talk to uh, Hurricane Dio tomorrow. Today, we posted with uh, Matt Ryan. We got it going on. That's it in a nutshell. Got it going on. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.